Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Now, welcome to the 10th episode of Born in Trouble. I am your host, John X. Rob trying to throw me off there with the old disco reference there. You know, it's you not a disco DJ. reference. I said ten in Spanish, Holmes. He said yes, yes, yes. Like, like you yes, know, like yes. like we're like we're in the like we're in the club now. Like reverb, reverb, yes, reverb. yes, yes. Well, well okay. Yes, so now, yes. so now, born in trouble. Tenth episode. Rob, of course, is here. Rob Brooks. You know, say hi to the people, even though you've already said hi. Aloha, Aloha, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, Mr. Gene Hopkins is here from the West Coast, representing the West Side. Scratching these nuts. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> what am I gonna do with y'all? I love it. I love when these I love shows with these two brothers because like, you know, we have so much fun. It's so much fun to record. So it's like whenever I have an excuse to bring both of y'all together and bring all three of us together, you know what I'm saying? It's like like Don Cornelius used to say, it's a stone gas. Well, we damn near yeah. did a show already. Yeah, we damn near did. That's why I had to start because y'all were just about you were getting into everything that we were going to discuss in this episode titled Insurrection. That's right. Insurrection. We want to know. Everybody by now has seen what happened in Washington, D.C. a few days ago with them Mm -hmm. running the Capitol building over. For me, it was a shock. I haven't seen the insides of those buildings in many, many years, but I used to go to college in D.C. I took many a trips down to the Capitol area, the Smithsonian area. I used to work um, over in Georgetown. We go driving past there, speeding on the way home, um, probably not legally within the limit. You know, me and my boy racing each other from like different restaurants. But, hey, that was then. And um, much like. What happened last week? We got away with it. <laughs> so I want to ask y'all a question. I'm going to start with Gene first because, Gene, I know you have a lot to say. Or what, you have a lot of thought process. What did you think about this, what you were watching on TV? What was the initial thought that you that ran across your head when you saw these people wilding out? Okay, let me confess. I got it from the news. Not t- Well, I got it from like a Facebook post or something because I was doing something that day. What day was that? Wednesday. Wednesday. Well, I was doing something. I was, oh, I, I, yeah, I, I had to drive. I had to drive Wednesday uh, a few hours. And so, uh, you know, now I know now. Okay, came back to me. Sorry. This is important. The uh, the Tango Hotel, <laughs> the Tango Hotel Charlie gets on me sometimes. Okay, so <laughs> so uh, uh, I had a plumber here because uh, my pipe was cracked by the curb by the meter, and they had to come do a bunch of shit. So I was outside talking to them and doing a bunch of shit. Then I see the post. I see oh, at first I thought they went in the White House. I was like, man, that's impossible, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, then you know, uh, corrected to the Capitol. Uh, but the, what I was thinking was that, uh, uh, nothing significant on their part was going to come of it. I was thinking, uh, I think I posted about it. I was thinking that, 
uh, it's uh, that it's what I thought would this would uh, come down to. I never thought that uh, black people would ever would start any type of revolution because if they would, they already would have. Mm. If they were gonna, they would have already done it. And plus, I think because of our conditioning, oppression, and this and that, uh, we could live for decades under bullshit. But who, the people who can't live for decades under bullshit are the entitled. And so I thought, yeah, this is about right. The 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 underclass, the white underclass, is understanding more and more that that illusion of power they have it doesn't apply to them either. Well, that's interesting. So, it's huh? interesting you would say that because it wasn't just the underclass you had doctors you had lawyers you had law enforcement um you had lots of law enforcement you had lots of law enforcement that were not in uniform i include them in the underclass but you well i I really am talking more about financial status when i say uh, you know uh uh when i say underclass you yeah you have people that uh can can live for a year or two on their finances or, or, or in that shape but for the majority, it's the uh, the working class, uh, you know. Uh, well, I mean, I think that, the, you know, in modern, you know, not to interrupt you, but uh-huh. in the modern day America, we need to reassign some folks to the working class group. Like most doctors, yeah. while it is a very yeah. prestigious field, most doctors are hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. They are they are just as working class as any guy who yeah. goes and, and repairs cars or does air conditioning, whatever. For sure. Like, those guys are dependent on a paycheck and a boss. Mm. Yeah, nobody with anything except for that senator. I'm talking about, you know, the guys in the outfits and smearing shit on the wall and everything. I'm pretty sure those weren't your doctors doing that unless they were a sick-ass doctor or something. Mm. It's probably exception to the rule if it was a doctor or some type of uh, uh, professional. Uh, listen. They won't say it. No one says it. Uh, everybody, oh, if they were black, this and that, they hint around to what it would have been. This is, th- at the end of the day, this is uh, white supremacy uh, grabbing on to its last days of true unquestioned power. Okay. You know, and 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 if, if you attach your self-esteem, uh, and I'm talking to, mainly the white underclass and the black underclass for that matter to, to patriotism. And uh, because of our factual history in this country, mm-hmm. you are destined to be disappointed mm-hmm. and you are destined to, to, to uh, come to a point of feeling like a neglected child and stuff. Are you kidding? Do you, anyone who thinks this country loves its citizens mm-hmm. is already delusional. Mm-hmm. And so what my point is, it's the, it's these it was delusional people who were there kicking and screaming and protesting and exercising their white privilege. Uh, you know, the other people who are along for the ride, that weren't white. They were under the umbrella of the majority's white privilege. All right. We so, hear. you know, and so and so and they were exercising that and they did it successfully, albeit there's going to be. Well, they fucked up though because I'm gonna tell you something. What they, I don't understand what why it wasn't clear to them because of our history that when when push comes to shove, they're gonna roll a tractor trailer over your ass. Mm. 
They don't care. You know, they don't care nothing about all that shit you was talking You was good for them. And I learned this as a cop. So we had no chase policies, right? Where, and this was in 93 when I joined the force, there was this new thing called community policing, you know, where they were, man, where they were going to infiltrate the community under the guise of our friends, cops, neighbors, this, that, and everything else, and then be able to police them better, have better intel and stuff. Well, they had this no chase policy. So if you got behind a stolen car, you really couldn't chase them. You couldn't chase a car unless you knew that it was some type of violent felony or some type of the public was in danger. Right. Right. So even though they had the policy, right, Mm -hmm. they, they, they cheered and rewarded you if you successfully broke the rules without anybody getting hurt. Mm. But chase a motherfucker and run him into a house or something and see what happens to your ass. You know, uh, after you just got attaboyed seven times, you know, because the same you, you you successfully did not chase. Mm-hmm. But but let something happen. Shit. That's your ass, man. I'm talking about. And if you were a black officer, I remember a black officer's name. I'm going to name him, too, because that motherfucker didn't text me back on 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 uh my instant messenger because he must have completely sold out yeah. but anyway james a little white girl that used to uh, uh polish him on his brakes okay uh screamed rape okay and they arrested that motherfucker i mean this that and everything else he beat all the charges and after 18 months, maybe he got some money back or this and that, but he lost his job. And I'm talking about his name was straight elephant shit, uh, you know, uh, from that point on. And I mean, like this, they did that, you know, uh, uh, for him, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, where I seen them fire. And you said uh, it was wh- consensual. This was somebody. Oh, it was, was consensual, but she, she got she she caught a case of, the, you know, she just got angry for some reason or another. And, and and threw that out there. And they, I mean, they, I'm talking about they came after his ass guns are blazing. But anyway, that's how they do. They will cheer you, but and, and not, not to his uh, example, but to the example of the car chasing. They'll cheer you on until their ass is on the line. And when their ass is on the line, trust me, just like corporate America, it all, it's, it's, it, all of them are peas in the pot. It's, they will fry that ass to get the liability off of them. And that's so, what those folks didn't realize. And so some of those folks are going to get made examples of. So, oh, uh, heck so, yeah. So, <laughs> so a quick synopsis of, of what you said, what your, your belief is that though these people went through here with, went in the, into this building with righteous anger or what they believe is righteous anger, they're right. going to pay for it. Oh, they're going to pay for it. Rob, what is your take? What was your take on what was the first thing you thought about when you saw this? Uh, when I first, first of all, so I was, uh, I went to drop a, a smoothie off to my daughter. Um, okay. And her mom just kept saying, I can't believe, you. her mom just like, I can't believe they're, they're overtaking the building. And I had no idea what she was talking about. Like I knew that, I knew what was going to happen that day. And, but she's just, and I can't believe, like they've, they're running up the steps. And I, so I'm like, you know, when I get home, I'm, I need to turn the TV on. Okay. Did I get home? pop news channel on and you know there it is live in living color and i'm like you know chickens have come home to roost (laughs) um you know clearly they were given a free pass that day Mm -hmm. um 
you know, clearly somebody said, hey, we ain't a, we're, not, we're not shooting civilians here on the steps. And, and because that's America, like right. a group of armed white people are their friends and neighbors. A group of peaceful marching black people is a, an opposing force to be stopped. It's been like that forever and continues to this day. But when you saw it get crazy, you knew eventually somebody was going to have to pay for that. Like there would be some reper- repercussions, but they were not going to be immediate. Like they treated them with kid gloves. They were as polite as they could be. I mean, the fact that only one person got shot mm. tells you all you need to know. Mm. Tells you all you need to know. Repercussions. Like, there yeah. should have been there should have been people laid out all over the Capitol. That should have been a massacre. I'm telling you, that dude on the stairs. Oh man, I was thinking, man, that brother should just start laying them down. Pop, 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 pop. Mm, you know like, when they were rushing right, him, right? right <laughs> yeah, headshots, right, right. all headshots. Too. And you know he'd have been right. <laughs> like there been, there, you know, in a normal situation, there there'd have been no question about that. I think. You yeah. know, I think we, I think, well, we learned. Well, we, well, we, we learned that there that, can be restraint. Well, if they wanted to be right. <laughs> yeah. Well, what we found right. out in the time being is that he was just he was basically playing a playing a kitty game with the entire crowd and just leading them in a different direction. So that way he could save the Congress from getting overrun and getting killed. You know, you know what, 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 once again, I don't know I, if know, it's heartfelt, I'm, you know, I'm, but, I'm, uh, a, I'm appreciative of that. Nice brother. That he, you know, <laughs> as usual, there's another example of a Brown man who is really, really good at his job. Uh-huh. Right. But at the same right. time, if he just happened to be like, you know, a dunce, and he let them make that left instead of that right. That could have been funny too. <laughs> like, like you know, to, to let people actually have to live with it, with live with the consequences of their action. Like, yo, if those chickens had come home to roost and gotten inside the Senate chamber and you know tore some stuff up, and the dude with the zip ties was probably like right there in the back of the crowd. He, was, he had his eyes on somebody. Yeah, like, maybe you, you know, know, post a bunch of pictures of Pelosi, you know, compromised mm. situations after they take over. I mean, everything it could have really got crazy. I think they were after crazy. that. I think personally they were they were looking forward to the they were trying to get at the gang of four. You know, those those four females. Well, you know, they were also know, trying to get it. Mike. No, they were they want they 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 had a long laundry list. They had a long shopping list cuz if they had gotten hold of Mike Pence <laughs> that would have been some crazy. You know what? It all it all appeared to me to be more uh crime of passion than than premeditated. Well, a lot uh, of it, you well, know, no, 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 was no, some no. Or, unorganized premeditated shit. Well, when I say premeditated, I'm talking about like they really had goals and objectives that were planned out and everything else once they get inside. It just seemed like a bunch of here, idiots got inside. Oh, frat it, people it was dogs chasing a car. Well, here's like, what, right, what yeah, are you going to yeah. do with that car when you get it? They have no idea. Right. They're just chasing. And they, you know, I these like people, yeah. these, these people bought bus tickets, airline tickets, paid tolls. Like they came down there to start something, but they had no idea what they were starting or what they, they didn't really have an end game. Here's my yeah. thought. They were just filled up with ideas. Yeah. I, here's my thought process. I think that there were some, I think that most of that crowd was, was there for a distraction. I believe that that one guy, especially with the zip ties that they caught the lieutenant colonel, you know, um, former lieutenant colonel. He said he be, picked him up off the floor and was going to give him to. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that dude is soon to be in Leavenworth. You know, they're going to recall him and they're going to court, court martial him. You know, so oh, he's going there. Yeah. So he's going he, into he, military. He just got prison. cut loose because he was on an op. Yeah, you know how many sheriffs? Yeah, he was on an op. Uh, small That's town my, America were there. Yeah, oh, yeah. You, know, yeah. Uh, you know, and co- uh, deputies, mm. uh, even the sheriffs. Them, uh, there was sheriffs. Uh, there was people who held the position of sheriff there. 
Not yeah. even deputies and stuff, you know. It's it's like, look, man, y'all can't have it both ways. Y'all was put it this way. Well, I almost de- I almost deleted somebody off of Facebook today, and I don't do that because I don't want to live in a box, jeans box that you know, where right. I open the door for people to come in and out and I don't hear different things. Because I was so disgusted at this person and, and they're an ex cop and their husband is the police chief and out west and you know they worked with me back in the days and the shit that, that i see them posting and stuff i, I didn't I, it's almost like i don't even want to be associated it's almost like i'm i'm ready to just cut all that shit. i don't care about how they think i don't care what they're up to anymore or none of that it's almost like i i, I don't i don't want to be around them anymore Anybody who thinks like that. So the divide is working for me, meaning uh, it's working on me, I should yeah. say, because I'm re- I'm like, fuck it. You know, uh, uh, I feel like dividing, like I feel like cutting those. people. I don't want to be the peacemaker. Well, I don't want to start the conversations and stuff and, and force myself to love them and this and that. I just want to move on with evolution. Shit. Well, I had I had an interesting conversation with somebody who we went to high school with today. We were, we both, we both Jehovah's Witnesses. We both lived here for a long time and we both grew up in areas that were surrounded by white people. So okay. when we went to, nah, Bond? nah, okay. nah, nah. So it's like, so, um, so, um, you know, we, we talking and we're talking about, we're talking about all the people that we went to elementary school with. And I was thinking about this one guy I went to elementary school with just today and everything. He was always posting crazy shit. And, um, we were both saying how with COVID and all these people dying, like they all, they all have people that are dying. They never admit that they're dying because of COVID, but they have people that are dying and that are passing and everything. And, you know, on one, on one hand for some of these people, I don't know whether or not to send them my condolences, which I genuinely do want to send, but based upon your actions and the things that you said to me, I don't really feel comfortable sending my condolences like that. And I don't know if they're welcome. Or Even more important. You know, I don't know if they're welcome. It's like, you know, there's so many different times when I see stuff and I want to be like, you know, like, hey, you know, like that's good for you. But I can't right now because you're not really you're not looking out for me. So why would I why can I I can't put myself out there in that in that manner. And it's like, it's kind of fucked up. And, and she said the same thing. She was like, there are people that I went to school with that I thought were really cool. And she was talking about one girl in particular, one one woman in particular. I say girl, but she was a girl back then. We don't all know each other as adults, which is part of the problem with Facebook. A lot of us probably never should have talked to each other again after high school. But we still are, like that. you know. But we are still engaged in everything. And that's part of the problem. We're the first generation that's had to navigate the same people you had to navigate in hallways 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, 50 years ago, in some cases, of people who are older in age. It really depends on what your age is. And, you know, as the country changes and people change and the people that we went to school with change, we can be surprised at what they've become and how they act. But can we really be surprised? Nope. And then going back to, to like, you know, this insurrection that happened. What the fuck does that black guy do to these black guys? 
Every time you're on TV, I'm watching TV, I see they always find a picture with the one black guy that's in the crowd with the MAGA hat running in there with everybody else. What the fuck are you doing there? And why are they showing it? Why are they still showing these people? We know that people are different. You know what I'm saying? Whatever they paid that brother, whoever he's fucking that's like making him feel good for being, for believing the politics that he is and putting himself out there, whatever it is he's getting for it, we fucking concede. That's why we have the committee on black people where we get to like trade black people off of the team for white people that are okay. You know, that's the reason why we have that whole committee that's done in the hood. You know, brothers do actually have those meetings. That's the only meeting that we do actually have. Did y'all vote hey, this week? It, when, when they talk about people being invited to the barbecue, they're not kidding. Like, there's some people who are invited to the barbecue and some folks who ain't. Like, that's, that dude, the MAGA hat. You know, one of my favorite memes out of all the, this hysteria is there's, a, is there's a meme and there's this brother standing. There's chaos all around, and he's standing in the seats of the, of the house. And it said at this moment, such and such realized he was the only person who was going to jail tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> right. That one. And that one. And, and the brother better be there to be checking to check on his check on the status of his like stimulus check. Otherwise, yeah. what the fuck are you doing there? You know, I get it. Christmas Attic is dead. I get Wiley. I get why he's there. I do, because it's, it's all over. It's, it's all over the country, man. It's first of all, you know, it's. It's 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 his own issues, whether it be self esteem, self hate, whatever. Uh, but it's all over, man. I mean, there there are more people than we probably would think uh, who do not want to identify with anything black, no matter how black their skin is. No, they just oh, want to no, be American. Well, we like, know who the hell doesn't. Like, listen, well, I, don't I don't even know about that. Well, yeah. Listen, I know, I know the motherfuckers. When I say that, exist. we all want to be American. I believe that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, but, but, but I mean, that's not why they be, do it. You no, know, yeah. No, I think they yeah. just, you know, they just want to be able to leave all the other stuff behind and just be an American. Like they grew up, you know, just they they thinking they're an American just like everybody else and whatever. And they're they're forgetting no, about the man, part that America does like not the love them. Guy. They it's I I'm well, you're right. I'm sure that's the case for for They're gonna find out. out. Yeah. Uh, they're but, gonna but find thinking, out. It's self-hate more than anything else. And they may even be justified. You don't know what you don't know what they've had to deal with with their with, with, listen with well their parents, le, le, well let me let me just stop let me just stop like right there no matter how i feel about this country you're not just you're not justified for overrunning congress on any given day unless they no, shot the your mama not the overrunning right self hate but him even about. being there the whole thought process that got him there is faulty mm-hmm. every one of those people their thought processes were faulty you have now you have now what they they don't even realize what they did. You know, I mean, it's one thing for us to listen. And, and like, listen, we know they do now. We know we know for the past four <laughs> years we've been listening to people to motherfuckers say one thing and do the opposite. We do that pretty much all our lives. That's what it is being black in America. You see somebody tells you my word is good. And we know that their word is not good. They make money off of us hand over fist on every level, on every level. If you gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride.
If you're if you're an attorney, you make less money. If you're a doctor, you make less money. If you're um, an architect, you make less money. Women benefited more from the from the Civil Rights Act than black people did. White women are the greatest White beneficiary women. of the Civil Rights Act. Greatest beneficiary. Anybody else? You know, we don't get we don't get none of that shit. So it's like so for this brother to feel like at any point in time he had any space doing up in that space, in that space where they're there that whole shit is about their right to kill black men with impunity. That is why they fucking overran Congress. That was one of the first things. I'm asking myself the question now. That was one of the first things that crossed my mind. You mean to tell me that someone telling you that you can't kill or being angry at you killing a black woman, a black child, a black man, anywhere in the United States, telling them that that shit is wrong, that caused you to overrun fucking Congress? Well, for 400 yeah. years, it wasn't. Hell yeah. It caused for 400 to do years, that. it wasn't wrong. Like, yeah. I mean, literally, you're infringing That's on par, their rights. That's I mean, John. That's par. Like, look at the photos of the desegregation efforts in, like, Roxbury in Boston. Like, what is that? Like, you see, you know, America sees progress at that, you know, that's in the past. I see lots of fucking grown white terrorists terrorizing young black children. Like, mm. all those lynchings in the South that nobody was prosecuted for. Like, once again, those are terrorist acts that nobody was prosecuted. They've never had their feet held to the now, fire you know what for Malcolm any X of said about terrorist acts. What did Malcolm X say? Progress. Shit. Are you going to stick a knife in my back six inches, pull it out two, and call that progress? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so, you know, I mean, it wasn't it, those measurements, but it was that. Yeah. I paraphrased. They've never have yeah. been held account for any of these things. They've always right. been allowed to be terrorists, and now you're telling them they can't. Like, you're robbing right. them of their heritage. Yeah. Pretty like, much. You, you would be if you were allowed to if you were allowed to behave whatever whatever behavior you're allowed to carry on with, if you were able to do that for four hundred years and somebody all, all of a sudden somebody told you to stop because of yeah. people that you've been allowed to disrespect, it's not or, good for them, you'd be pissed off too. Or gradually told you to stop, you know? <laughs> it's uh yeah, man, you know, uh it's uh, it's par. It's it's I'm I'm thinking this though. Uh Think that you know there's gonna be a lid on it. Mm-hmm. You say cushy. You mean like well, well, the, comfortable, the, the, like sitting yeah, in a comfy comfortable, cozy, well, well, or like cushy because you baked up. Oh well, I just <laughs> used that word probably wrong, you know. But 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 uh, no, we don't. I needed like that joke. We all like tight. to feel secure that that it's all there's gonna be a lid on it, right? Yeah. But no, this is this is actually the uh, you know one of the the historical beginnings of uh, a long-lasting insurrection. We hope. Huh? We hope. Well, I don't know, man, because, you know, there's always got to be blood. You know, this country's history is somebody's got to die for change. And so, you know, which means that that philosophy is going to come to our doorstep more likely than not or for many. So when I say um, the beginning, so here it is, man. This is this is the that was the formation. And 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 uh, what do you call that? Uh, the, cro- the the ceremony for uh, 
the revolutionaries uh, that, that are going to continue to be what they can, you know, uh, revolutionaries like uh, uh, Trump, whether he's pulling the strings or he puts somebody out in front, which is which is probably his best bet now to pull the strings. Uh, so somebody's looking, pulling his strings. Right. Well, they're looking of the people who follow him. Right. They've made their mind up. That motherfucker ain't going to do nothing to shake them. It doesn't matter, you know, what kind of shit he does. They're not going to be shook because at the end of the day, uh, uh, this is all about, uh, you know, the, the maintenance or just the preservation of supremacy, man. It, it had, they've had it, like Rob said, for 400 years. They got to preserve it. So it does. I'm surprised they were so weak. I'm surprised. You guys been talking shit about grenades y'all got the shit and this and that what happened i well, thought you know, y'all they, was gonna they, call they, light they, these well, they, you know? they still got another pass coming at this you know on on the 19th and 20th they coming back that's why oh, they're not, they're not ready, yeah but they're gonna get mowed down if they go to dc like they did before it has to happen look if they don't get mowed down oh my god well i don't even know where this is well going here's in. the here's the here's, here's the problem with that like you know yeah. When this goes down, this all goes down on what the nineteenth or the twentieth? What's the twentieth is is, is inauguration day, yeah. but the nineteenth is when they're saying they need to get down there, and you know, right. the president already said like y'all can fuck it up, I won't be there. Right? Like, he, okay. already, he already gave him a, he already gave him the green light. Like, don't worry about me, I won't be there. So go tear it up. All right. Yo, so they on got show, Trump by so, the short and curlies right now. Okay. So he, let's he ain't doing nothing. All right. Let's just say that they that they have to do this on the nineteenth. That they're going to do mm-hmm. this on the nineteenth. The problem with like really getting set up so that way you can quote unquote mow them down is that Trump is still in charge up until that date. Man, you know, how listen, does that transition Trump, work? Trump is not. Let me tell you something. That speech Trump gave was a man who had probably four or five sets of hands on his balls. And I'm telling you, man, he that was straight contrition, period. There was no other word for that. That speech. What he was saying in that is, uh, uh, all right, I don't know what the fuck y'all was thinking. <laughs> but nah, this ain't what I was talking about. He, he had to lie and everything. Else. Y'all get the hell out of here. Yo, Joe Biden's our next president. We're, we're going to focus on the peace. How did that change so quick? Why, why do you think that changed? It, because it, of what it, Rob said. Those puppet masters made them phone calls and was like, man, we're going to kill. We'll burn your ass up out of here, man. And, and, and let them know what true power was. And he went on back and, and, and dialed that shit right back. I don't. I don't know. I think he's he's still trying to. Oh, he's he's still, he's still gonna try. Trying to, he's still trying. The the the, the, the larger institution, like you know, there's only a handful of Republicans who are on board. You know, I was reading an article the other day, and it talked about sort of the two, um, sort of the two groups of Republicans that have propped Trump up through this process because he can't survive four years on his own. He's been propped up through this process. So there's the one group. And I put um, um, Mitch McConnell in this group. They're the people who just want to hold on to power by any means necessary. They'll do whatever. They'll break whatever laws as long as they can stay in power. Okay. The other group, though, is a more dangerous group. And this is part of a group that Trump is probably part of. And that they're the people who are borderline anarchists and just want to bust up the system. Mm -hmm. They're looking to destroy the system. And so they just want to watch people are dangerous. And but. The rest of the the rest of the group sees like we can't let those people have power. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, like you know, the second thought that crossed my mind as I was watching it was, 
these motherfuckers are burning their own shit down. Yeah. And I automatically thought back to Rodney King when they were saying that black people were burning up their whole their own neighborhoods. Now, it's it's the similarities are the similarities are so great because they're so stark because when it broke when it broke down to it like somebody said that to me the first thing I said about Rodney King back in the day was the motherfuckers don't own anything in that neighborhood and that's why they burning it down. They don't really yeah. give a fuck. They're not but, stakeholders, you know, really. It's like right. it's not. They can it, take it's the not, bus to the another neighborhood right, and get right. their shit. They can they can handle <laughs> their shit. But at the same time, but at the same time, after a while, they probably got tired of taking a bus to the other neighborhood, and some of them wish that they hadn't thrown that last Molotov cocktail. You know, like you Jay know, said, maybe don't like die over the neighborhood one. that your mama rented. Right. Yeah. Right. You know. Right. But this is right. exactly what they did. They went. They went into the Congress and they tried to bust up a system that they have benefited from for 400 fucking years. It wasn't enough, though. It's not they enough. Need, they, like, they, what they is see it? that system turning yeah. against them now. Right. How much fucking blood do they want? Like, what, what do they want? What like a dog chasing a car, man. They don't know. They just know. They just look, know that they need look, to stop. Let me just tell you something. Let me ask you this, X. When you say how much blood did they want, right? Uh... How many? How many Indians? How uh, how many Indians would they kill? As much as many as they had to. So there's no limit. There's no number. It's to get the job done. This, I'm, you know, I, I don't even think like, they. I don't even think that they understand what the job is, though. Like Rob said, like they came in there. It's like they never had a chance because they, they were fucking. They do. They were fucking they inept. Do. They do. No one could claim dumb no more. Fuck that. No, you know, I'm not I'm not I'm not saying yeah. they're completely I'm not saying they're completely dumb, Gene. What right. I am saying is what I am saying is that the job that they are trying to what they ultimately want, their ultimate goal and what they did doesn't fucking match up. It doesn't. Because What do you mean? It doesn't match up because the if you're if you're being realistic about it, like you're talking about the United we're talking about the United States of America. The best thing that the United States has America go, going for it is the military. Our military, our, I, I say that I use that word. What do, you mean? what do you mean? When I say what? The best thing the, we have going. The best thing. The most, the thing that makes America, America right now. We don't have manufacturing. We don't, oh, I don't like that word. We don't have like that, but I get you. We don't have manufacturing jobs. We don't have farming. You know, motherfuckers is trying to, they're actually literally spoiling the water. Right. And the people right. that worry about the water and, and things about nature are Democrats for the most part, you know. So even like, you know, and I'm just talking about in terms of like the what their planning is. So all the things that they need to be aligned with in order to live this way that they that they claim that they want to live off the grid on the earth and everything. There's I could sit down with someone from every region of the fucking country that believes that. And I can explain to them why that shit will only last you a certain amount of time before you're going to have to pick up your guns and go and try to get back what you gave away Mm. or what you threw away. So it's fucking stupid for them to destroy their own shit. This system of government still benefits them like we could talk about all these things about things are changing and how like you know we they're worried about us getting benefits and uh, you know and not being able to fucking kill us these motherfuckers ain't gonna stop 
They're not going to stop. They're still going to be doing the same things. And the system that they just jumped and climbed through windows to destroy is what enables that. I don't know, John. I think they see the change coming. That's where their anger comes from. It's inevitable. I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm a pessimist for the most part, but I, I do understand universal law. It's inevitable. The, this the numbers is, do not favor them. Yeah. It's, it's not only that, not only that, uh, our, our self-esteem is rising, man. You know, uh, as time goes on, it's, it, you know, you know, we have problems and stuff for the people, for, for the percentage of people who who want to go on and and and, and enrich their lives, uh, you know, just with information academically or just knowledge, uh, and and their self esteem is increasing. Uh, no, and even the new generation, they don't know that history. But they're and still. They don't. They're not going to like we do because. Uh, even though they're kid, you know, even though the cops still get away with killing people and stuff, the it has to be a fraction of what it used to be because they can't get away with it anymore as much. You know what? And I, so, go ahead. No, you know what I think it is. I think it's like it comes back to like my experience in business because I worked for a couple of different companies and I worked for a couple of different companies that were that were around for a long time and they closed out. You know, when I worked at Citibank. My department at Citibank basically got ate up, outsourced to another company. The contract was awarded to another company in the U.S., and then a couple of years after that, that contract went to India. And now they're doing a completely and totally different process. And I hear what you're saying. But like you know, I'm 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 not obtuse. I, I don't I don't disagree with what you're saying about things changing. But my whole point is that they're fighting it the wrong way. Because you ain't a cutie either. Because well, here, here's the thing, though, and there, it, this is you know I'll let you explain in a moment, but this is something that's sitting right here in my brain, so I need to know this, bro. Uh, like you are not Eugene, but uh, John, you are like way fired up over the fact that these cats are getting it wrong, and my question would be, why are you that fucked up about the fact that these people are getting it so wrong? Like they've gotten it so wrong for right. so long. Right. Are you that fired up about the fact that they're burning down their own shit? Let them. They're actually actually helping to prove our point in this moment. No, I mean, you guys are definitely right, but that comes to what it is, is it comes down to the nature of John. And the nature of John hates stupidity in all shapes, forms, and sizes. And when I see something like that stupid, it's like that appalls me more than anything else because... It's just like it's like that your planning is just like bad. It's just like it's just like it's just like so stupid. And I know that eventually your stupidity is going to bleed over into something that I fucking care about. It already has, man. For for decades probably. Been all over it. It's been all over your whole lifetime. What's what's been going on for my for my for our entire lives and all that other shit? Like that's you know I'm all I'm all right with a lot of that shit. I don't really deal with a lot of ignorant people. I don't surround myself with a bunch of ignorant people. You know, honestly, if you want to break it down, like an ignorant motherfucker don't will not they don't stand a chance around me of sticking around any for any period of time whatsoever. Other than what we have to do, I've worked with ignorant motherfuckers. I just go, okay, this guy is ignorant. How long is this day going to last? Okay, I can get through that. You know. Mm-hmm. 
that is that is something. But to see this now, I'm, I'm surrounded by ignorance. But you always have been. You always have been. Yeah, brother. but they, I didn't have to see it. Now they're making me see it. But yeah, you but know you why like you see it that now? way? Yeah, man, it's out there. Look, man, look. It has. I'm glad. I'd rather they you just lose. I understand what, what you're saying. I'd rather they just lose. We know that eventually it's going. The numbers are not in their favor. I'd rather they just like you know take it. I'd rather they have concede. I rather no, not concede. It's like you know what? Like the they're, they're like these people, these white people that made the structure that is the United States of America, that made all of these things happen the way that they are. Whether I'm happier here or. Would I even exist in another, like, you know, in another world where a lot of the things that they did didn't happen? That's like, you know, that's a that's a Twilight Zone question. You know, that's something for the outer limits or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I do exist here. And since I do exist here, I really always hope for a better humanity. And I hope for a better I hope for better for people to make better choices. I was talking to one of my dudes. He's a white guy. Uh, we broadcast together and, you know, he was saying, I, you know, Rob, I just uh, uh, there's some there's some really tight white dudes right now. They're just not understand what's going on. And he's like, I just feel like, you know, we were growing up. It was like better hidden. And now all these people feel like we need for anything to improve. We need this period where these people uncover themselves and you show just how deep the divide is and how deep it is in the system. Like as long as it's hidden, it doesn't get fixed. Ever. As long as they can pretend to ignore it, it doesn't get fixed. So we need these people to show out and show off so that just like say, they did. This, this is yeah. what we've been talking about all these years. Y'all think we're playing around, but this is what we talk about. This is what we deal with in private. That guy's and a sheriff. I'm going to tell you something. Right. At this point, oh, John, at this point, I have no patience for someone who claims they don't know. You're a, in my in my estimation, you're a bit of a liar. I gave them up a year ago, and I think you saw you, you know, saw. And I think yeah, you were involved in that conversation. You're a bit of a liar in my estimation. If you if you claim, oh man, I just didn't realize till I talked to uh, Joe Black what his experiences were in this. What? Yeah, dude, you're full you're, of shit. You're full of shit. You're full and of if shit. You, and, and if you're that dumb, then damn, man, you know. Yeah, I mean, just go over there and sit down somewhere. Shit. I mean, I, I don't have patience for that either because I don't believe them. I don't believe them. I really can't, you know, either I am the biggest genius that this that's on the face of this uh, uh, country and everybody's and, and these folks are just. So uh, uh, dumb, so to speak, and everything else, or they're lying. You know, uh, because how can how can any I mean, you know, how can anybody claim, oh, you know what? I didn't really realize it was that bad America. Now, this is what it is. okay? I will say this. Our history books in school have taught everybody that slavery is a fact, but it's back there. Everything's equal now. You see, this is the lie that's being perpetuated. And this is you know what? Even if they know it's a lie, it's better to adopt that. Than to say, okay, I realize the truth, and I and now I have to live under the umbrella of truth because then you have to act like that. You you can't do the things that you do. You can't be around a racist telling racist joke and and feel comfortable unless you just go ahead and adopt the lie. And the lie is everything's equal right now. We all on the same starting line, and we all have the same opportunities. That's the lie that they've been 
telling themselves since the late 1800s, you know, uh, when, when slavery ended. So, 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 so some people choose to still continue that lie within themselves. That, that's my, uh, you know, uh, now, uh, you know, just my synopsis or, or just my uh, opinion of, of, of why they lie. Well, uh, and, you know, and that it is a lie. Well, my feeling is that, you know, these, those, a lot of those people that were storming, you know, they've been waiting for that day for like pretty much their entire life. That's hardcore clan. And those are people like, uh, you know, those are people that were indoctrinated and brought up in that belief system. You know, I've, I made no bones about the fact that, you know, with the with the police, the history of the police, we're going to have to get into that in another day. Because, like, if we were to start on that, then we're going to be talking for for like another like 50 minutes. Um, that was those people were bound there. Those people were bound to happen. Um, what's going on now with all these extra people that are joining in? You know, and there's um, no extra people joining in. They've all been a part of it. Time out. Thanks for listening to Born in Trouble, our 10th episode found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Deezer, and any other place where you can find well-made, constructed podcasts. Now, we're going to continue with part two of episode 10, Born in Trouble, Insurrection. That's what Malcolm X was was a very intelligent man who became who became a revolutionary. We need really highly intelligent people like that, and they're here, but they're scared. That's and not- I don't blame them. I can't say nothing about it because I I don't know who they have to take care of. And yeah, you might get gunned down if you know. What I, well, because- I don't even think it's necessarily that they're scared. I think that there's not an audience for them. You know, oh, the no. bottom line, no, you, no, well, you know, we're in a country They can where, mobilize people with listen, their words and they're scared. We're, of, we're, they're not scared of, of the, the enemy. They're scared of people like who take out people like uh, your boy, you know, the, uh, take out the Fred Hamptons and this and that. And, and they're scared of those folks. Brother, right. And they need to be. They should Which be. Which is why they Bro- made examples of right. those brothers. Brother, yeah, I, exactly. I, dis- exactly. I, I disagree because I hear I hear a lot of black people. You know, let's just, all right, let's just keep it to black people for this, right? right? I hear and I see a lot of black people and I see them talking. I I go into the forums and I discuss things and I see how they come at people who speak intelligently. It's like um, they don't want to hear them. You know, the education system in the United States of America has done a fucking bang-up job on our people. Well, I mean, sure. they, they've, they've had help from the entertainment industry. Uh, the media, I mean, they are, there's, it's a, it's a, it's a, they made sure that they covered the entire spectrum. So it's not just that the education system is poor, then they've reinforced bad ideas through the media, through the entertainment system that, you know, black men aren't really allowed to grow up black men, you know, right. Somehow we, the ideal is, you know, the 18 to 23 year old male. That's what we're all supposed to be like for the rest of our lives. Like, really? Right. My whole life, I'm supposed to wear my pants down around my ass and say them's and those and whatever. Like I can't evolve. You, and there is a there is a serious backlash that black men of a certain age face when they discuss things like black men of a certain age have always discussed things in the sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties. You know, and that's where it pretty much stops. But um, of course, 
you know, history. No, 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 but history. But history is like I think like what Rob said about us being between nineteen and twenty three perpetually, and that being the expectation for us. That's too. It's a very big expectation. We have we have women of we have women of our own age that are completely and totally um, aggressed by mature black men, and they don't even know it. They they attack in a different way. Like, you know, like this one is actually smarter than me. How can he be smarter than me or as smart as me? You know, if you're if you're what it's like you said about these, it's like the whole thing about these white people. It's like all these systems are broken down into little different ways in each culture that is effective for each culture. So white people, they look at us, they say, like, there's no possible way that we should be ever that we should ever have to worry about killing a black person and having to pay for it. In any way, shape, or form, and a lot of black people, and I'm I'm gonna broaden it. You know, it's not just black women; it's black sons, black men in their twenties, thirties, forties, and everything. They don't want to. It's it's a popular it's popular for you not to listen or pay attention to what a black man of a certain age with experience and with intelligence and with degrees and with something to say and with and with like you know an actual plan has to say because we've been taught that that person is not our leader. It's it's completely and totally they let Al Sharpton was the Al Sharpton was the last guy and look at Al Sharpton. And then if you really want to break down Al Sharpton and everything, brother man like you could take it take a look at it two different ways. Al Sharpton stood up and he did a lot of different things in fighting, but brother was under FBI indictment for like, you know, 30 years. So Who's been pulling his strings for 30 years? And there's no replacement. And they made sure that there's no replacement. There's no one person in the black community, no one black male that is um, that can speak, articulate, intelligent, driven, who holds that mantle and holds that slot. And they don't allow it. To black people? For black people. Farrakhan. Farrakhan has been around. Farrakhan has got his. Farrakhan has got his. Like he's got his followings. He's got his place. He's got his slot. But Farrakhan is like you know he's look he's he looks like he's like fifty and can like you know kick each and every one of our asses. And he but may he's be like around for another forty. He's eighty. Yeah, yeah he's right. Up to, he's, right. He's, he's he's up there. You know. So yeah. he's not. So he's not the spot. So. Oh, you're talking about as a leader. Uh, as a leader, leader now. As a leader now. That spot is that spot is like vacant for a reason, and we're the only people that it is so easy to do. Because as soon as a black man comes up and starts talking, and a woman says, "Why has it got to be a black man? It could be a black woman," you know. And you know, I think that it's sexist, and they start no, trying to break I just the game think, down I'm in different ways. I'm telling you, man, I really believe this: that if it weren't for the uh, fear of harm, we would have. We would have an abundance of people that you speak of, but they kill them all, man. It's not easy for somebody who has the capabilities to say, "Okay, I'm going to go do this." Because you, what you, what you're going to get is you're going to get the end of their stick, man, or I their bullets they, or something. I think that they used to kill them all. I don't think they have to anymore. Oh man, when I say kill, it doesn't have to be literal. But they will. But but they, they will. They come you at you. If, no, they come if, at you. They will come at you. 
You know, if you, if you start making sense, like I'm going to tell you something. Uh, I don't know how this happened, but when Brother Umar used to first start when he was fresh, right? He had some real. He had some. He had some beautiful, beautiful words. Okay, and ideas and this and that. Right. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I thought, and I always think this way because I'm conditioned to, is, "Ooh, he better chill. They're gonna kill him for that shit if he really gets big. If he really starts, if people start following him, they'll kill you because this country is based and always has been based on a lie. And if truth starts coming, it is the enemy of the lie and so and so if people start that's but to your point yeah we don't have them but it's for reason not because there's not qualified people out there it's because you're asked what a person has to be willing to do is die all right and they me, know it right. you know they have to be willing to be a martyr all to, right let me step you, out there like that let me give you this piece mm-hmm. truth is already out there mm-hmm. we have the internet mm-hmm. We've got videos. You've got people. We, we've we been talking about nothing but truth on this podcast today about mm-hmm. everything that's going on. Why, what, when, economics, you know, the reality of the economics and the change and the shift in the economics, which is causing all of this for them mm-hmm. to make it untenable, to make it like impossible for them to even like comprehend and, con- and conceptualize for the next 10, 15, 20 years. Okay, mm-hmm. so truth is already out there, you know, but who's going to lead us out of the truth? Because what do you mean? Well, because I, I'm going to give you an example, right? The uh, there's this the blackout group on Facebook, right? They got this brother that's running the group and he it's like the blackout. The You know, we all know what the blackouts were. Blackout Tuesday, you know, and, uh, okay. you okay. know, and people didn't buy any and they attempted to buy black if you or you didn't buy anything at that time. And I participated and I'm sure you participated. I think, Rob, you participated. I didn't then, buy uh, anything. You didn't buy anything. I probably okay. didn't. But All right. I, I, I know what you're talking about. Right. OK, yeah. so I probably didn't participate is what I'm saying. But so, but, but so that's I, a, I know what you're talking about. OK, so now that's a group of people that's on that's on Facebook and they came together for a righteous reason. You know, to help mm-hmm. us all come together economically and to let it let everybody know, hey, bang, we here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We're here right now. And that's a great reason. And it's a great start to a group. So now you've got all these different people on the site. So and I'm not trying to knock dudes for trying to make their money. But now, after all this time, now it turns out that they're unrolling like an MLM screen, a multi-level marketing mm-hmm. scheme. Right. You know, go like this and we're going to pay and this, that and this and, you know, and anything that is anything. And like the rest of the conversation is all to confuse people. It's all Mm -hmm. like, you know, just random statements to send. You know, you could say anything like you could say something to a white person and you can say something to a crowd of Klansmen like, hey, boys, where the white women at? And that's going to throw them off. That's like the level of Mm post that they're getting in that group now, you know, because anything that's significant. That's going to make people stand out. And it's kind of in their mission, in the mission statement. He's like, you know, if you say anything, if you're if you're going to try to put yourself up above or for above me and what this scheme is, what this plan is to make money and everything, I'm going to shut you down. So I look at the future of that group. And the other day, a couple of people came in and he made the statement that they were like, you know, we're out of this group now. This has nothing to do. These guys need flying saucers. This one needs is wearing like a tinfoil hat. You know, all these comments and all these people dropping out of the group. And I'm sure that the owner of the group was like, 
good because these people aren't investing in my into my marketing plan mm-hmm. because that's what it's about for me. It's about marketing. So you have someone who's like very intelligent and can actually bring people together and actually has the ability to affect a lot of different things. And one way or the other, eventually, it always comes down to the same thing in the United States. Finance. So, brother is trying to get his dough. And to hell with everything else. Well, I mean, isn't that, isn't that quintessentially American, though? It's quintessentially yeah. American, like- but it's not... But it's different. It's not liberating. Well, but it's different from what we're from the su- from the subject of what we're talking about. We're talking well, about someone who's charismatic. And you see, and that's the problem with this whole thing: the people that are that are charismatic and smart enough to bring people together and to get these things done, they sell people out. Donald Trump why? is the same way. Why Donald though? Trump is the I same mean, way? Wait, 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 For money. People, why do they do it? For money. But why? Because they want money. I mean, what is it? Well, okay. So, so they sell people out. Well, well, I'm talking about a deep seated issue as to as to why that money is more important than uh, the integrity behind not selling somebody. You know out. what? I'm why gonna, is that the case? You know what? You know what? Why is that the case? The answer for that is has nothing to do with your color. Well, and that's a shame. No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, Gene, because you know what? I'm gonna break it down. Mm-hmm. A white person in the same situation. Mm-hmm. Runs the exact same play. Yeah, but 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 they do it for a different reason. No, they do, they do it for they money. They want the money over integrity for a different why than the black person who wants the money over integrity. I think no, that I think it's probably estimation. I think it's I think it's I think it's probably the same reason. There's a handful who probably are running okie doke, but it's America. Everybody yeah. wants to floss. Everybody wants to be able to flex. That's everybody right. wants to drive a Maserati. Man, that's right. It's the same well, point. Because well, that's, that, what, that's seeing, what this country's all about. Like, at the end of the day, it's all about being Jeff Bezos. Right. Everybody wants to be that guy. Nobody wants to be the guy cleaning up behind the elephants in the circus. It's so, all about so, being so, Jordan Belfort. The guy that fucking, it doesn't matter how you get it. Wall Street. Yeah, it doesn't okay. matter how you get it as long as you have it. And that's why. Let me why, connect the dots. Okay. Let me connect the dots with you. So, so uh, when we were talking about uh, leaders, lack of leaders, or lack of leaders with a certain vision, and uh, so even though the truth is out there, John, everyone has not adopted it. You see, refusal to adopt the truth is a uh, that's a deep seated fear problem. It really is, man. Uh, it's a it's 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 people being afraid. And so when I say that they will they will clip the nuts off of somebody who can get people to a start adopting. And practicing truth, they will clip their nuts. They, that's why they don't just go after people just because they go after people who can start an insurrection. And, and, and the irony of Donald Trump starting an extra insurrection, where the country the country goes after people who start insurrections, has a leader that started an insurrection. <laughs> they have <laughs> taken they have taken so, cultural appropriation to the highest degree. They've appropriated yeah, but, but our. They've, they've even though, appropriated our righteous indignation. You are. I'm gonna tell you something. When if you are an educated, very articulate leader, black leader, uh, or capable of being a black leader in this country, if you you go 
straight revolution truth, if you would, to black people and, and they start listening and following, you are risking your life. You are signing up for possible martyrdom. I definitely uh, know uh, that. that. That's the reality. You I know, and that's why they're that. not just popping up out of the woodwork saying, here I am, follow me, I have the answers. Because if you truly have the answers, you are a target. You're fucked up. In this country. In this country. Yeah, you know what I knew when I was onto something? Like with my thought process? It was in one of my lowest points in my life when I was absolutely positively broke. And I went to the library and just out of, for shits and giggles, I took an IQ test. Like I take, like, you know, just for fun or whatever, and did a couple of different things or whatever, these things that they put out there. I go back to the library two days later, and it's an invitation for an interview for a government agency. Yeah. I just closed that shit, and I never looked back. And it was, it had an address, everything, no markings, no clear, just like you would imagine some shit would be. And I was like, you know what? I think I need to just really, really lay low now. Because there's something in my thought process that's dangerous to them. No, they just they want they want they they want if they can flip that the if they can flip that and they can make it work for them, then that's all good, you know. But me, I personally, it's like I opted for private life and not even being interested in not well, even good, like going any You'd have been further. broke with them too. Exactly. <laughs> I would have been at, I would have been at, and another, and the other you thing know. is that the other thing is that when you join one of those agencies, and this is that this is like really like you know I thought about it, you know, and this is like really what bothers me about like some of the stuff that happened, and I didn't join because I like, I couldn't just take orders when you the same reason why I didn't go into the military, you know. Ultimately, it's like there's that there's that conscience part of me that doesn't it's not going to allow me to follow orders and i know from playing team sports that if you don't work together you don't work you know so i wasn't going to be a part of that and that's that's my that's the thing that i did for for the military guys by not being in there you know some of you are alive because i didn't question yeah i know i didn't i didn't miss anything but you know but i've had a but i you know i guess you can call me a sympathizer because my brother's in the, but my brother's a marine. Um, I worked for when I worked for Citibank. One of the cards that we had was the naval exchange cards, and like you know, we had control over a lot of bad things that could happen to these people. And a couple of brothers, I a couple of people. It wasn't even just brothers; it was just people from talking to them. You know, you were never supposed to give them thirty days, like you know, click them back thirty days. But I had an opportunity to, and a few people I did that. You know. You know, what let you them mean? keep their start. Like, if you have a naval exchange card uh-huh. and you're late, you go to 50 days past due, a letter goes out to your CO. And COs use uh. those letters to bust you and everything and take well, your money. What year was that? This was in 19, I'm going to say 94, 95. Actually, 90, it's like we're talking 96, um, 96 through basically like 98. Mm-hmm. Okay. Damn. And they could use that. They could use these letters. They could bust you. That was because you were delinquent. You weren't showing your responsibility as a officer, as as a member of the military. And, you know, those cards were Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines. You know, anybody can get one. If you're in the armed services, you can get one. You can get some good stuff. And some of these guys, like, they marry these girls that are around the base and everything. They go out, they deploy, and they come back home, and the wife is gone. You know, the pay is gone. 
They done ran up all these balances on these Naval Exchange cards that are like 80 days, 79s past due. 80, it's like, forget about it. You lose a stripe. You know, you will lose a stripe if you go 80 days past doing that. And a lot of these guys, they're on ships. So they have no idea that this stuff is going on. You know, so you talk to a lot of different people in the military. I can't understand how they could go, how they could actually like go and do what they did to their systems, because that to me is disingenuous. I would never join if I if, if the thought process for me to ever go and rush the capital were to come across my mind. It's like, I'm just not, I'm not a fake motherfucker. I can't be fake. If I say I, it, I got to do it. Think about it, though. They they went as ex-soldiers into a situation that uh, is different. Uh, well, they see it as that thing they joined the military for, all that honor and prestige and, and the love of country and everything else. They see that thing needs defending now. Well, you know that 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 uh, that their their patriotism uh, is 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 no good anymore because of what the country that they were patriotic to has done to the righteous party. And no, and no, Trump no, and, and to them. You know what? Um, I'm sorry. I, I just have to like because uh-huh. I I'm I know what this shit is all about. And oh, you okay. you know what you. this shit is all about. This shit is all I about. I thought I was teaching you something. No, you are. No, you are. But I know what this. No, no. I'm no. I'm saying. <laughs> no, all right. But what I'm saying is, I know what this shit is all about. What this shit is all about is all <laughs> about. I know you know. It's all about fucking <laughs> money. It's all about money. Because I, I say this because I talk to these people. I was never in the military, but I've done. A trillion different things in consort with military and military members. When I was doing mortgages, I had people at the at the military bases, you know, COs. I've had COs call me and like have conversations with me because they had members in their squad that wanted to buy homes and they wanted to make sure that the person that was going to advise them on how to buy their home was going to advise them of anything. So I used to get references from like three or four different like military people. I've done mortgages for police, okay? So I know this personality. They only they only do this shit with people that they can deal with. I know what this shit is all about. And what this shit is all about is that fucking Iraqi war. What happened with the economy after? What happened when people came back and they thought their government was going to take care of them? You know how many military people lost their houses? They lost their fortunes or like, you know, they lost their they lost their path. They lost their paths. And the people in Congress were too busy trying to make Obama a one-term president. So they let all these people lose their homes, all these people lose their equity, all these people lose all their shit, and drop millions of people from what you could say was working middle class down to the lower classes. Now, the problem is that they realize that at this point in time, that that shit was not because they couldn't do any better or whatever. They know the truth. Because this is about truth, right, Gene? It's about truth. So okay. so here's what the truth is. So here's what the truth is. The truth is they threw them into this war because they didn't have jobs for them in the first place. They brought them back. They didn't have jobs for them when they came back. The people that were there, their wives were gone. Their kids hated them. 
All different types of shit happened. The American dream that they had promised these people never fucking materialized. Kids that were in college at that point in time, their dreams never materialized. And now, 10 years later, 12 years later, these motherfuckers are now 20, 25, 30, 35, and their lives have been shit. Because they fucking joined that army and they fought that war for nothing. And the Iraqis, when they were sending them over there to that war, the Iraqis, I'll never forget, I saw a dude on TV. He said, I wish the same thing that happens here happens in the United States one day. That is their dreams and their prayers. And guess what? You don't have to wish it. It will. It's happening. It's going to happen here. No, it's happening. No. That, that ain't nothing. That's that ain't nothing. That, that ain't nothing but kitty play. That that's kid. That was kitty play the other day at, at the Capitol. That wasn't no real shit. Yeah, that wasn't no real shit. Because believe me, like yeah. there will there will be some blood in the streets before this is over. You see, when you look at the news and you see coops and other, first of all, that wasn't no coop. Because for a coop, somebody got to die. You know, uh, you know, as far as somebody in leadership, that wasn't no cool anyway. Well, you know, had they found Mike Pence, we might have we might have seen something. Ooh, man, they wouldn't, man, they wouldn't have done nothing. I'm gonna tell you right now, everybody's brave until you look to to to, to you. Uh, Everybody's brave until them bullets come flying at you. He's a, he's a, he's a. Listen, Pence, (laughs) Pence is the worst to those people. Pence, Trump labeled him the worst type of white man alive. A traitor. Oh, but who's Trump? Look and why? He yeah, but he can't label but, anybody. But it doesn't matter. He he. If he says they something to those, it. they believe it. They believe oh, yeah. it. So they were going. He, they were coming demagogue. for his head. Which that's an indictment on them more than it is on. Trump, yes, it is. Opinion, but, yes, it is. You know. Yes, it is. And that's why. And that's why it's bad. That's why that makes it even worse. That don't make it better. That makes it worse. It's an indictment on them. These are the dumb. These dumb motherfuckers actually went after. And why anybody? You've got Cohen. Now you've got Pence. I don't think it's like, you know, being Donald Trump's right-hand man is not really a prime position to be in. Yeah, but they all wanted to be. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. They all wanted to be next to the seat of power. And, you know, they all got too close to the sun and they got burned. You know, and you got all they knew, I think they knew people going out on the street. Well, they knew there was yeah. a chance they could get burned, but they were yeah. hoping it didn't happen to them. Exactly. And Michael exactly. Cohen got away with being his fixer for a lot of years and didn't get burned. Trump right. just descended too high. You know, Trump followed yeah. the Peter principle all the way up to the level of his inc- incompetence. And right. now, you know, he's like, once again, but the, like, but, the house of cards is falling. It is falling, uh, unless you know, unless you know, the the, the joke is on us. Uh, when you talk about Sarah Huckabee and all the rest of these cronies and stuff, I read an article today, man, that uh, that uh, you know, uh, top companies, this place, that place, uh, uh-huh. would likely consider you to be a liar if you came from that environment with him. Or if you're known, you know, if you if you were part of his uh his cabinet or you know his yeah. people around him, like they're not gonna say, oh, you worked with Trump for four years, come on in, you know, uh, we. 
see, you know, like they're not going to get it. They're going to be like, oh, shit, that motherfucker knows how to lie if he worked for Trump for four years. And I think that they're going to pay. That's what I mean by house of cards is coming down for him. But here's the bigger thing. OK, Tr- Trump is Trump. The bigger thing is, is that this is I think this is the beginning. Uh, so if not him, someone will come up after him that will that will uh, be able to uh, lead and encourage uh, these same folks that ran up in that capital to do to to evolve in their attacks and do bigger and better things. Uh, there's already an underbelly that no one talks about out in Montana and these high countries and stuff. They held the feds off. The few, remember when they held the feds off a few years ago? Trump pardoned and, uh, them. Huh? Trump pardoned them. Yeah. So listen. So listen. They held the, but 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 before there was a Trump and everything, they held the feds off, well, right? Here, but here's the thing, though: they uh-huh. held the feds off because the feds would not treat a white terrorist group the same way they would have treated if oh, they were course. Native Americans, whatever. If they were black, yeah. they would not have held the feds of off. Course, they didn't no. lit up. But they held the feds this. off because the feds would not go all in on them. My point is this: they were there then, ready to do that. They they were ready. If them feds would have started busting. I promise you, those guys was ready to fight. And okay. what I'm saying is this, that underbelly was already there. It's unorganized, though. And it's not uh, condoned until now by someone in a high position in their cronies and stuff. But, man, I, man I'm t- they are activated right now bigger than they have been. They are, they are emboldened right now more than they have been. They have this little white chick, man, that carries a goddamn gun and shit. And her whole thing is, you know, she's a congresswoman, I think, or a senator or something. Yeah, and her whole, sh- huh? Her whole stick uh, is carrying a goddamn gun uh, and, 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 and people's rights. And she sounds just like those fucking rednecks that'll sit there and try to tell you that the rebel flag or, or that the uh, Civil War had nothing to do with slavery and all this bullshit and everything else, right? She sounds just like them in there. She's there. There's a hundred more like her there. What this is, these people have, have given uh, others courage to, to suit up and adopt all that bullshit philosophy and a, and adopt that revolutionary philosophy and it, and you will see look man uh t- look what Timothy McFay did by his goddamn self if you don't think these folks uh you know are 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 they're capable and they're willing and now they're just frustrated enough to fucking uh I think go forward with it man and so uh the question is are they going to smash them out or is this going to be some old long drawn out thing, uh, I, I, et cetera, et cetera? That's the question. I but mean, I think it's it's here. I mean, I wonder it's what they. Here. I wonder what they're actually going forward with, because like with you know, what? they're what are they taking over? It's like you're going to take over computer systems you can't run. You're going to take over like you know uh, no, finances. No, no, hey, 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 guess hey. what? There's a dude. There's a dude who can run it for him. There's a dude. There's a dude on their side who can run it. Is there like this? this this, this, this is the basement uh, computer group. This is the yeah. this is the intimidation strategy. That look, man, we're a culture of intimidation. Meaning, you everything. That's how po- we become powerful by by killing others, intimidating others. You become respected by intimidation. This and that. They, I'm telling you that they are. Uh, 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 
shit, man. I just lost my train of thought. With, oh, with the, with the focused, uh, huh? Vango hashtag Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> really, man. You know what it is. So I could really be thinking of five, six different topics, damn near at the same time, and go off on on, on any one. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's just uh, it's I a- have. I have self-diagnosed ADD before it was a thing. Yeah. So, but, you know, my, it's a, but, but, but so I have to focus on my attention. But no, uh, uh, when I was talking about, uh, damn, what were we talking about now? Shit. Well, you know what? I'm going to use this. Fuck me up with that question. Well, you know what? Tango I'm going to use this chance that I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to use this opportunity to change and ask you a different question because like uh, everything is, but it's still, it's still related to this. Uh, I have we were a talking, suggestion. Why don't you use this opportunity to change and ask me a different question? I am. I think I'm going to do okay. that. No, I hate. I'm going to do that. We were talking like before, before we, before we went hot on the mic about about sports, and you know, you know, I'm a I'm a Brooklyn Nets fan, right? So we got this guy now, point guard Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. He comes out. And he takes the last couple of days off, no explanation. The story that's out there is that the reason why he's not playing is because he's very distressed at all the things that have happened in the Capitol. And he does not want to be entertainment at this point in time. I don't know if that's actually true. Not putting words in his mouth, you know, personally. I hope it is, because that's beautiful. Personally, I I have no problem with it. But we're going to see, like, you know... How do you you feel like that's a beautiful thing? You feel like that's okay? All right. So here's the thing: a lot of fans are ta- are taking this take that they should trade him, or that he's gone too far and he shouldn't be. Um, and like they're aggrieved that you know what he's doing because they're the fans. And um, I understand you know, when that we're, too. You can understand that. Yeah. That's well, the reason I think the way I think is because I'm not a fan. Right. Well, my Man, it's your, yeah, that's what as fanatic. My my whole point, my whole take on the whole thing, and we were talking about it beforehand, is that one of the reasons why y'all don't pay attention to sports is because you're a little bit older, and we realize we don't get a paycheck. You know, right? And my point was like, y'all don't know what's going on with this guy with Kyrie and everything at this point in time. So I'm not going to make a snap judgment, and also he don't pay me, and the Nets don't pay me. Neither one of those entities, they don't cut my checks. They don't care what's going on with my family. None of that is, it never crosses their minds. So I'm willing to wait and find out. It's not a big deal to me. But a lot of fans are losing their fucking minds. Yeah, of because course. Because they feel they like they think it is shut up and drink. That's right. They want to control, they want to control black bodies. Right. Yeah. They feel like they have the right to control his, they, it's his, his mind is not, is not the question. It's his body. Him yeah. getting out there and doing that. They're basically telling him, you make 30-something million dollars right. per year. Get out in that field and, like, hold that line. Give me something to be happy about. You winning. Right. Exactly. Right. And he's not for the bullshit. And I respect he's that. He's pretty consistent. He's pretty consistent, you know. I mean, he kind of fell off with that flat earth stuff. But even that was beautiful to me because what it's, what it's showing is, like, look, man, I'm not running the mill. Uh, you know, I, I think the whole, even though I think he should have stayed with LeBron, you know, when he gets 50, he's going to think different, you know. But right now, he's a young millionaire, and he was like, man, shit, man. Yeah, I love LeBron and all, but goddamn, can we get the Kyrie? I mean, he's always been, I, I yeah. like, I, I actually. 
really like Kyrie uh, because you know, and then when the uh, uh, then when he stopped playing last time, that uh, uh, who was that? Uh, the last person that got killed, where uh, they were, they, they shut the NBA down for three days. Brianna like Taylor. Uh, what was it? Brianna Taylor. Uh-huh. Taylor yeah, yeah, well, Brianna Taylor's death. Yeah. So, so. Uh, I can appreciate it. You know what? I applaud him, man. I'm telling you, I'm like Larry Johnson, bro. Larry Johnson was like, look, man, if every black person quit, what could they do? Nothing. They would have they, nothing. You know what they would do? They would run with toilet paper trying to wipe asses so that they could be in on the whatever show those folks were starting because they know it's about to bring some revenue. And, but, the, 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 but in order for that to happen, you have to take your, your superstars and people who are making checks and stuff, and they would, ha- they would, have, to, they would have to sacrifice, you know? Yeah. And that's not going to happen. Because yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't happen yeah. with me. I'd be like, yeah. nah, fuck y'all. Give me that $20 million, right. and then we can figure out how to revolt afterwards. Right, 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 right. Well, and that's a feeling like, you know, people like, you know, why are we taking it? You know, it's not your money. The owner of the the owner of the Nets has to pay the check. Who knows? Knowing Kyrie, they've probably already talked about it. You know, like came up in money. Yeah, I know. Money to him is not the same as money to us. I know. But they don't listen, but they don't. That's why I think he's beautiful. But that's but that's the problem, though. And that's part of the problem. Like they look at us and they see us as all the same. So they look at Kyrie, they say, like, you know, this isn't an educated dude. This isn't a, you know, he hasn't had that many experiences that he can think like this. He doesn't He doesn't think multidimensional. You know, one of the problems I had, like, I got, you know, full disclosure, I got kicked off of the, the most popular Nets fan board because like, I kept pointing out the racial inconsistencies and in the shit that they were saying. And, like, you know, I called a couple of them motherfuckers out. And you know how it is when you back a motherfucker into the corner, they can't say anything. They just... uh uh, you got to go, you know. So that's oh, yeah. basically. I uh, know I've gotten fired so, from jobs for that. Yeah, uh, I, I was right. learning them lessons really right, well. Right, but I'm proud of that. I'm I'm actually proud of that band. <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying. I'm proud right, of that band. Right. Anytime, anytime that's the reason I can accept it. You know what I'm saying. Those are the reasons I can accept it. And they have a problem with like you know a lot of and it's I it's not just it's not just like I'm not gonna blame like Nets fans or I'm, it's these are fans in sports. Well, this is I the mean, way they look like, at black. But what you're saying is like it's fans in sports, it's lawyers, it's judges, it's everybody. Like that's just America. Like yeah. agency over black bodies, you know, that's why Damn. they stormed the Capitol. Right. Like, you know, this is all just very consistent with what's been going on. This is why these people are pissed off, like these uppity motherfuckers. We are yeah. so valuable. Speak his mind. How can they right. how can they sit there and they can tell us that we're not we have no value? But yet all this shit is causing them so much concern and making them lose their shit. Well, yeah, it makes it, you it know, all makes sense to the, me. The, the whole system is making them lose their shit because, you know, they've been they've been devalued. But they're supposed to remember it is a cast and they're supposed to be able to look down on these brown bodies. There, right. They always had somebody beneath them that they could say, at least I'm not that. Right. right. And For guess sure. what? As much as, you know, Chris Rock makes the joke, um, you know, Chris Rock made the joke years ago. Nobody in there, he was doing a comedy special, said nobody in the room would trade pla- trade places with him. Nobody, none of the white people in the room would trade places with him. And he's a millionaire, right, you know, right. and everybody laughed. And a bunch of them was like, yeah, he ain't kidding. Right. Like, it's true. You know, yeah. And there's, a, there's a, a sociologist who used to, who still teaches, I believe, but she used to say to her, how much would it cost for you? to live the rest of your life out as a black person. 
Oh, that white lady? Yeah, that older white lady. Uh, yeah, and basically, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, essentially, you know, they yeah. were all like, yo, you'd have to give us, you know, these are like 20-year-old white kids. But, and essentially, they were like, yo, you'd have to give us $50 million. You'd have to give us enough money so, with it, so that it didn't matter. You know, society really didn't matter for the rest of our lives well, for us to go and live out as a black person. Well, what like, I, And so that they're getting freaking out over Kyrie. That's not, that's just par for the course, man. That's, you know. Well, it is what it is. Well, like once again, that's nothing to that's nothing to break a sweat about. Like it's just Well, what I can say to them is that what I can say to them is that they're missing out cuz like I've never wanted to be anything other than like Yeah, but, I think, you know, but see, you can like, say that they're missing out, but if you had started as a part of the dominant party and now had to go and take on the oppression and all the other that way you not you might not be looking at it like, yo, this shit is great. You might be like, fuck, cops can be able to bust my ass whenever they want to. Yeah. You know, how many white boys do you know? Like, I know white boys, they, they drive around, they got a they got a, a, a roadie in the center console, they got a joint in the center console, Everything, and they yeah. just live like you walk into their car anytime and pick up a joint. Right. Like, yo, they they yeah. don't clean up or nothing. No. That's 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 a type of freedom. I, yeah, yeah. I, I you know, know they, exactly they live with the kind saying. of freedom that that we yeah. don't have. And so to trade that in, that that there would, you know, you would think about it differently if you had started there and came over to here. Right. right. Well, this is this is like this whole thing is like we're seeing the effects of no consequence. People have no consequence and have never experienced any consequence. Never being told no, being told no and being challenged. I saw this guy on TV today, um, a white guy, and they asked him. It was on MSNBC. You know, I was flipping through the channels and he said, you know, what's going on here with these protesters? His take. And this is the closest that I've heard somebody come to it. He said, the reason why all this stuff has happened is for exactly the reasons that Gene has expressed and that you, have, Rob, have expressed during this podcast, that people see all of their advantages evaporating away and them having to compete on an even level. And their experience is that when they compete on an even level, they lose. They lose yeah. because see, they I lose. Don't think, see, but... Have they ever competed on an even level? Nah. Like, I don't think they've ever, but they're, but part, see, that is, that is a big part of it. Like they see their advantage drying up, but they also see the fact that their government really doesn't give a shit about them. Yeah. Like right. at the end of the day, like they all see the fact that their government does not give a shit about them. Like their government prefers corporations to human beings. Right. And so now even on, even if you give them a, if, even if they could get a level playing field, they don't see a level playing field coming. Like, it's not like. You know, they're just being tossed away. Yeah, listen, man. Their 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 strength and power is declining, and we can easily say that that strength and power can be, uh, I guess, uh, most most uh, the the biggest spotlight on that strength and power is the strength and power over black people in history, but. Uh, you know, it's the strength and power surrounding uh, by everything, even black people, just their privilege, their strength and power of their privilege is going down. And and I'm going to tell you something, man. Yo, uh, when you ain't been broke before mm. and that shit hits and, and let's just say you over 30 for the first time you getting broke. You're broke up here now. Yeah, yeah. because mm. because uh, you you. Those are worries that you've never, ever experienced before. You know, you you don't know what that's like 
that's you know, a tenet, the 15th a, and you don't even know how you're going to pay your bills by the 28th and you know some shit's going to happen and you ignored it because it's got to happen. You can't, you can't shit no money, you, you know, unless you yeah. want to go rob somebody, some shit. And they feeling that for the first time in the late 20s, 30s, or 40s? Shit, man, it's going to be some shit pop off, yeah. man. And they can't handle it. Yeah, They I, can't handle that. And that was exactly, <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's exactly my point about what's been going on from 2000 and from 2004. Yeah. It started to go down. It really started in 2006. People started losing their homes and losing their money like 2006. And then like the banks came up with those great plans to do, uh, refinances, uh, whatever they call them when you, um, the programs, modifications, that's what it was. And, you know, modification was nothing more than glorified renting. And in order for you to do that, most people had to break their 401ks just to get their modification. So I'm talking about, I lived in a nice house for like six, Hundred dollars a month, man, for mm-hmm. at least two years. Yeah, and until then, I felt like I won. Shit. Right. Exactly. It's like it all depends on. Right. Well, it all depends on your perspective. For some people, that was yeah. good because it might have allowed you to get your kids out of high school or get them into a different situation exactly. or get yourself ready. Yep. That was good. But for a lot of people that had basically struggled to get that house and were stupid, and that's really what it comes down to because they took that refinance money. Because most of these people, they didn't buy houses and forfeit. They took that refinance money and bought those trucks and went on vacations. And biggest show on television was Las Vegas, you know, because everybody was going to Vegas and having balls. And people were having Vegas in their own neighborhoods on every weekend. Yo, Las Vegas is a good show, man. There's a lot of hot girls on that show. Oh, yeah. that's I love like, that it's, show. It's constant. Oh, you I know, love little, that show. When you say Marfield. show, are y'all talking about the location? It was the no, movie. There was a TV the, show was a called TV Las show. Vegas. James Caan. Uh, um, I don't remember it. Yeah, because you were probably having it's, fun at the time. You weren't out. You weren't there. What year was it? This it, is like, it? You know, it's running right now on one of those networks. Runs it constantly. Like uh, A&E or somebody runs it constantly yeah. now. Like, I oh, feel like Snoop it's on Dogg was on that show? No, you know no. what? Snoop Dogg performed. Snoop, yeah. Snoop Dogg made a he had like a cameo. Or yeah, Yo, my, yeah, my real brother had a cameo on that show. Yeah, a lot of people. I don't know him. He we have different mothers, and he came okay. up somewhere else. But he had a he had a cameo on that show. Yeah, a lot of people were on that show. It was like it was a it was a popular show because everybody wanted to go to Vegas. You know, everybody uh, was doing it. That's what people were doing. They were going to Vegas. They're flying out. You fly, you meet a girl. You fly out to Vegas for the weekend. Yeah, that you got some extra equity money. It yeah. was like turn of the century, like turn of the century yeah. up until like 2004, 2005. The show lost its steam when people started losing their homes. And the next thing you know, the show was pretty much canceled because everybody was gone. Like, you know, same thing. Everyone, they, they got fired and all these managers you're hard you're hard pressed to find like to find like movies from 2006 up until like 2012 that have any type of like um humor or like you know like you know feeling to it because people were losing their shit they were losing all their money you know so because they were losing all their money it, it's just like now we're we're just living with the consequence what does that signify? Look, man, I have a question for you. What's the name of that goddamn song we end with? That we end with? <laughs> you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the hell out of here. here. <laughs> you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the hell out of here. Oh, no, that's a DJ statement. Oh, okay. 
And on that note, thank you, Gene. That was a, that was a solid two thank hours. Thank you, Gene. Now, it's a solid. We've, we've got a solid hour and a half, so it is time for us to say goodbye to the 10th episode of Boy in Trouble. Gentlemen, give yourselves a round of applause. You've earned it. Yes, you've All right, earned I'm gonna take, it. I'm going to take my bougie ass downstairs and eat some, uh, some gourmet chocolate. You do that. that author's, hey, that author's name was Michelle Alexander. I hate. Okay. I, I feel bad about ripping her up, you know, and not know she great books. Get, go get her shit. Go get Ta-Nehisi Coast shit. Uh, read all that stuff, man. Yep, yep, uh, yep. To the audience, to yep. the audience, and to the audience. Thanks once again for listening in. You know, even if we didn't bring any new perspectives on what's been going on, maybe you could. Laugh a little bit. I don't know. I don't think the show was funny at all, but. Shit. <laughs> it ain't shit real. going on. You know what was. Real. The only thing that was funny was that dude tased himself in the testicles and Ooh. had a heart attack. Well, 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 well that was funny. And, <laughs> and the other guy who got home, you know, he had, he had put up all kinds of videos and stuff himself in the place and got home and got arrested and was like, I'm sorry. It was the worst day of my life. Yeah, <laughs> man. These that airport. These these airport videos of these guys crying. I saw one yesterday. They called me a terrorist. They won't let me oh, on the plane. Oh my god! Oh man! That's the stuff they should put on TV we've, for comedy. We've got comedy gold right now going on there in real go. life. We do, we do. And like before <laughs> I go, I just want to say shout out, big shout out to Alexander. Um, out there in Brazil. You know, um, recovering from a little problem that little problem, uh, medical problem. We're going to call it a little medical problem. We hope you're getting stronger, brother. You know, we want to talk to you again. We want to keep you alive. And we got you in our prayers and our thoughts every week that we do in the show. You know, that's your uncle, man, or your cousin? That's my cousin, actually. He's like my father's first cousin. So however you want to, you know, break that up. And he's got some great stories about the Exums, boy. Woo! Holla. That's what's up. That's well, that's so what's do I, but we ain't going there. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. This is what, and Rob is, I got a couple. And that's yeah, right. And you gentlemen, oh, yeah, I got a couple. And you gentlemen yeah, are the I reason why we are signing about. off right now. Thank you. Born <laughs> <laughs> in trouble. See y'all next week. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride.